Welcome to Bread for the Soul podcast, where I am your host, Dr. Michelle Vaughn, aka Dr. NV, aka one of God's many redeemed daughters. Listen, guys, for this particular episode, you are in for a treat. Listen, we have an amazing woman of God who is joining us today to share her story, to to provide encouragement to those who are listening, and just to talk about the bread of life, you know, which is the word of God for this particular podcast. We believe on this podcast that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So without further ado, we're going to be graced with Dr. Yolanda Dawson. She is from Southern Los Angeles, California. She is a multiple book author and she sits in the office of a prophetess. Whoa. (laughs) Her first book is titled Chosen by God, Overlooked by Man. Ooh. Second book is called Hope in the Wilderness. And I don't know about you, but I believe we all could use some hope as we are in this pandemic and unfortunate time right now. So listen, get ready um, to be inspired, to be encouraged and uplifted. And um, I'm going to get out the way. Dr. Yolanda, are you are you on? Are you with us? Hello. I am on. I am with you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Listen, I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to introduce you and share your voice with our podcast listeners. Um, you are an amazing soul. And I would have never thought that we would have met this year. <laughs> but God. Well, he knows so much, doesn't he? <laughs> How come God know everything? He does. He does. He does. <laughs> so, so Dr. Yolanda, tell the world, who is Dr. Yolanda Dawson? Like, who, who are you? What's your story? What's a little bit of background about you? Oh, a little bit of background. Who am I? Um, I'm a woman of God that loves life. Um, I love people. I am a daughter um, of a beloved mother who loves me dearly and I love her dearly. I'm a niece to many aunts and uncles, (laughs) many. (laughs) I am also a prophet of encouragement. Mm. I love to encourage people by the voice of God, whatever that he's giving for the individual that is before me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I ask him, how do you want this person to be encouraged? And he gives me just that. It could be music. It could be a word. It could be whatever that he has for that individual that is before me, that soul that is before me. Mm -hmm. And then I release it. So it's about encouraging Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that prophetic gift. It, it's one of the spiritual gifts. It's a gift to encourage. It's a gift to build. It's a, bi- a gift to equip. Mm-hmm. And so um, I've heard testimony after testimony where people were down. And after they got through speaking with me and God released a word of encouragement, they were blessed. Mm-hmm. So I'm that. I am a kingdom entrepreneur. Mm. And what I mean by that, yes, <laughs> kingdom, kingdom entrepreneur, my come on, the <laughs> kingdom of God, and uh, you know, the kingdom of God is already built. We don't have to go building the kingdom of God, but we are required to spread the kingdom of God, to spread the good news. And what that looks like for me is a realtor. Okay. I'm a realtor. I'm also a loan signing agent. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am also an author. 
and also a damsel pro consultant, which is an individual that sells protective devices for women. And so in all of that is kingdom entrepreneurship. In all of that, I make sure that the gifts of the Lord are being shared with clients and customers that come my way, that either touch me in real estate, that touch me in loan signing, that touch me through the books, or that touch me through damsel. I'm also a leader and educator. So I've been in education for the past 15 years, and it's been amazing educating um, students and and dealing with staff, and and it's just been amazing in the college industry. And that's me, all wrapped up. (laughs) All wrapped up, what? (laughs) You're bursting at the seams. I'm like, well, every time I want to say so, and I, I, oh, oh, wait, hold on. So wait a minute, go back to your role. I forgot what what, what is titled, but you said you provide um, protective, what do you provide for women? What is it? Yeah, so it's called Damsel in Defense. And um, actually, there are like stun gun protectives, pepper spray to keep women safe. (laughs) And the thing is, safety is key. Safety is key during this time. (laughs) You are equipping women spiritually and physically. Okay. We are empowerment. (laughs) I think that is amazing. Wow. Listen, I'm already amazed. Um, Okay, (laughs) Dr. Yolanda, do you mind? If we hop right into your first book, there's a there's a particular uh, passage from page 32 that I would like to read to my listeners first, and I just want you to expound on it, okay? Okay, sure. It's coming from um, your first, I don't know if it's your first or second book, but this is called Chosen by God, Overlooked by Man, which is <laughs> almost fainted, okay? Um, page 32 this is what it's, I'm, and I'm reading snippets, but after I'm done, if you could just expound on what you meant. So you're sure. saying, um, you said being chosen by God, it requires responsibility. You said he delegates you with his authority and power to carry his will. That means that God trusts you with his power. He loves you and believes in you so much because he created you for greatness. You said you are to take full responsibility of the office and gifts, doing things right in the eyes of God. Be who he called you to be, walking in boldness and authority. And then this is the last thing I wanna highlight, which has just made me just, oh. You said on the next page, the office and gifts are not for us to boast or make profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, money back, but to help people, please. <laughs> Dr. Yolanda. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> profiting, they're just profits and they're really P-R-O-F-I-T-S. Yeah. And they're not really hearing from the Lord. And, but come on, okay, let me be quiet. Come on, Dr. <laughs> what did you mean? <laughs> that, that's actually from my first book, uh, my first book. And what I was expounding on is the fact that the spiritual gifts come for free. Mm-hmm. They're given by Holy Spirit. So we don't come up with these gifts. They're already predestined for us. And Holy Spirit will choose what gifts you get. Mm-hmm. So the word of God says freely, Mm-hmm. freely is given to you freely you give Ooh. freely Ooh. these gifts are given to you you didn't pay for these gifts you didn't go to school for these gifts you didn't sign up for some type of class wow. these are supernatural gifts wow and they're given to 
each individual differently according to what Holy Spirit says this person's going to have. Mm-hmm. And so with that gift, if it's the gift of prophesying, and I just said earlier, prophesying is to equip and encourage and to build up. Yeah, Not to say what your address is and what your bank account number is. Uh-oh, ooh. <laughs> oh, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> So if the word that you're receiving is not equipping you or encouraging you or, or empowering you to move forward, but just making you shout because you just, oh, this person just said my address. How did they know? You know, there's a thin line between prophets and psychics. (laughs) It's a thin line. It's two kingdoms. Come on. So we have to be very careful when that word is coming forth, you need to have discernment in knowing, okay, is this a word that's encouraging me, making me shout or getting me all emotional? Or is this a word that's something that's from the kingdom of darkness, just bringing fear? Wow. God does not produce fear. So in that gift, you're to steward the gift. Once you find out, you can ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. I don't even know what my gifts are. Show me. And he will reveal to you what your gift is. When you understand what your gift is, now you have to nurture that thing. Now you have to study more about it. Get books to learn more about the gift of the of prophecy. Understand how you're supposed to use that gift because that gift is not for you. It's for the people that come across your path. Mm. Mm. Huh. Yeah. It's for the people and the souls that may come across your path at the gas station, at the supermarket, in your business, is outside of the four walls. Wow. It, see, it's out, outside of the... Why don't people get it? I, do you think this is why... the? Because the Lord knows everything. I mean, he shut all the buildings down. I mean, Jesus already gave us the Great Commission. Go out. Yeah. <laughs> what part did we get? <laughs> Well, you know, I really believe that a lot, a lot of us for believers, um, you know, we believe in Jesus, we believe in God, but when it comes to Holy Spirit, oh, they get quiet. Yeah. <laughs> but we serve, we're saying that we're followers of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and we're followers of God. God is a spirit. It's a good spirit, Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so we have to have, to learn to have a relationship, not only with God, not only with Jesus, mm-hmm. but the whole Trinity. <clears throat> We have to have a relationship with Holy Spirit. And it makes it difficult for some because they can't touch Holy Spirit. <laughs> they can't see him. They can't touch him. So they're like, it's like, where is he? He's, he's all around. It's breathing your atmosphere. Your breath is all around you. Do you think that many people who are, because I think it's safe when you you lean on tradition because you have expectations that you already are aware of. Like, you know, when the choir is going to sing, you know, when the usher is going to be, you know, tradition brings upon security in the mind and in the heart and, and all kind of stuff. So, but my point is, I guess what I'm trying to ask is with, with traditions of men and going to church for so many years, it, the Holy Spirit hasn't been, he hasn't been taught in the regular assemblies as I think he should have should have been taught and so when you mention relationship the people know religion they know they know relationship with their pastor they don't know relationship with the holy spirit so how do people begin to unlearn and relearn again the first thing and that's a really good question the first thing is to really go to God and say help me understand holy spirit I want to know more I want to know more. And so with that knowing more, 
you have to suspend everything pretty much that you learned because Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit is not in a book. He is God. He is the spirit of God. And how he moves, you can't contain him in a container. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we have to have flexibility in the soul and in our heart. Yeah, it's both areas a requirement. It's a requirement. We have the soul part. We have the tradition part. That's all in the head. That's head knowledge. But we have to move it down to the heart. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you're having a relationship, this is a heart to heart, spirit to spirit relationship. It's requiring to go deeper. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's ready for that. Mm-mm. Not everyone's ready. They're not. They're not. And that's fine. But for those who are ready, and they're like trying everything that they can in the natural. They're praying. They're doing everything they can. Relax. He hears you and he will move upon that time as he sees that you're serious and you're drawing time for him. And I mean, setting some quality time. Yeah. You have to set apart time of your day at the top of your day mm-hmm. for Holy Spirit. What that looks like is sitting still. That could be in your closet. That can be in the living room. Just sit still with, with your thoughts and let them run through because all kinds of negative things are going to come up. You got to get busy for this. You got to do this. Why did he say that? Why did she do that? Quiet the noise. Mm-hmm. Push through. And just allow Holy Spirit, his peace to come upon you yeah. because he's constantly there. He's with us. He never leaves us. We leave him. Let me say that again. <laughs> we don't leave. See, so the thing is, he doesn't leave us. Human beings, we leave him. Mm-hmm. And we're wondering, well, where is he at? Well, you left the covering, sweetie. <laughs> Get back in the secret place. Get yeah. back in the covering. Get back under the umbrella. Get back under the shadow. Get back under that, right? That's the relationship. You're, you're being intentional in your relationship. Just like with your relationships with friends and you want to get to know someone even more, you know what they like, you know what they don't like, you know their favorite colors, you know how they move, you know how they laugh. It's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that's so good that that's that's really really a, a good explanation of how one can get back in tune or just even get to know to be introduced you mentioned going to god that's humbling oneself you 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 go to him like a kid and just say god i don't i don't know who the holy spirit is <laughs> can you exactly. introduce me to the holy spirit because we, we i feel like we we put on for one another and we feel like we got to put on for god no huh. Jesus says, come to me like a kid. Don't mm. know who's going to be great. Just can you kind of just kill your, your greatness and let me just impart more into you. <laughs> and one thing about the Holy Spirit, um, as you were talking, I couldn't help but to just think about how the fact that first of all, God is omnipresent. And I think about, you know, cause I serve single moms and I think about, wow, you mentioned getting to a closet, you know, going to a quiet place, make room you know, what about the people who are in prison or people who are uh-huh. so busy with, so you got five kids, they scream uh-huh. this and that is, it could be, and this is what I love about God. He's not like us. It's like, he said, I'm in you and I'm very, love is patient and I'm very yes. kind and I'm a, I'm, I'm a gentleman. Like, I don't know. I just see ever since I've been, I'm in a whole renewal phase with, with the Holy spirit myself. And just having to unlearn a lot of traditions that was not beneficial to my my progress in the spirit. I just, I've learned how patient he is with me. And I, mm-hmm. I can't help but think about 
for the person who may be saying, well, I don't have, I definitely can't go in my closet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, I can't, I, hear you. I, can't, uh, I, I can't even get in the bubble bath. I got people or I'm in prison and I got a celly, you know what I'm saying? And, and I can't, yeah. so what, how do we, how do we introduce the Holy spirit to them? Cause he's, he's, he's with us all throughout the day. It's not like, okay, bye. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I'll be back. Exactly. I'm back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I would say for those who don't have time for those, even who are in prison, you know, Holy Spirit is there. He's in your presence in that space. Mm-hmm. And so even in the space of closing your eyes, yeah. That's closing cool. your eyes and just breathe in and breathe out. Mm-hmm. And breathe in and breathe out. And what you're doing, you're centering yourself. You're centering yourself to receive. You're centering yourself to, to be even more in his presence. The breath, your breath and his breath, you're breathing the breath of Holy Spirit. You're breathing the breath of God. Mm-hmm. So even in that, that little corner of space, close your eyes and breathe. That's Just good. breathe. That's good. Um, Dr. Yolanda, can I ask you, how did you, where did the title come from? Chosen by God, overlooked by man. I mean, can you talk a little bit more personally about your life? How did you, how did, how did this title come about? Absolutely. So this title came about, you know, I've been in ministry all my life. Um, my, my parents gave me Jesus, my father, he's with the Lord. He's a minister of the gospel. My mother, um, strong woman of the Lord. And, um, you know, it gave me Jesus in the womb. Mm. So I received <laughs> John <Jonah> Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so I received Jesus Christ um, for my own self at the age 11. Aww. And so at a very young age, um, that was my decision. And that's, you know, I've never turned back from that. Mm. Um, and so with that, of just having that, you know, being in ministry, um, singing in the choir, being a praise dancer, um, just really being active in ministry, always been a part to volunteer and help in ministry. And what I've seen is um, as I started getting older and realizing that there's something different, there's something supernatural that's going on with me, Mm -hmm. I would see um, being overlooked Mm -hmm. every single time. It was like, I I don't understand what this is. It's like I was invisible. and I just could not understand what that was, but it was a series of patterns of just being overlooked and overlooked and overlooked. And I said, Lord, I don't understand, I don't understand what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And um, this is what drove me to write the book because a lot of times women are overlooked in ministry mm-hmm. and they're just seen as you just sit there and just be the pretty face and dress right. up really nice. <laughs> but there is a requirement for that woman, that woman of God, God Mm -hmm. says there's more. And so when Holy Spirit says, I have something for you to do, Michelle, I have something for you to do, Yolanda, I have something for you to do, Deborah, that's Holy Spirit speaking directly to you. You don't have to go to the pastor to get the confirmation. You don't have to say, well, God told me so-and-so and so-and-so. And and so he told me to build. And so can I get your approval? Because many a times you won't get it. (laughs) They mad. Come on, Dr. You won't get it. So I, and the reason why you feel this fire and this passion coming up 
welling out of me is because whatever Holy Spirit tells you to do, woman of God, mm -hmm. I originally wrote it for women, for women of God. Mm -hmm. Look, do it. He spoke to you. He gave it to you. You don't have to go get no approval. It came from heaven. Look, it came from God himself, from the, from the lips of God. He spoke it to you. Wow. Why are you letting it sit there and you going to man to get it approval when it didn't come from man? I feel like that's your ears. Oh, your ears. my, 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 my. And so that was a season and years of being overlooked, overlooked, and overlooked to the point I said, no more overlooked. Look, God, you told me to do this. I'm marching forward. Mm. And if people don't like it, if they don't understand it, look, take it up with God, go ask him and he'll give you the answer. Mm. Run to but I'm not going to sit, go. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and try to sit here and apologize for what he told me to do. Uh, wow. You know what? Hold on. <laughs> As you're talking, imagine, and this is just, this is, imagine Mary Magdalene at the, at the tomb that was empty and the angel told her, listen, go tell, imagine her saying, I, I, I can't tell it. I'm a woman. <laughs> She's like mm -hmm. she was the first evangelist coming yes. from a woman. It's like yes. everything. Yes. And I think, you know what? A, a lot of people, because again, we have been so accustomed to traditions of men and getting validation from, from mm. human beings that that has almost become an idol of approval in our hearts. You know, if you don't approve it, cause I can see you and maybe you have a, a, a higher, you know, you make more money than me mm. in the ministry longer or whatever it is. You have a robe on, really you can order the same robe online on Amazon. Mm. You have a robe on <laughs> and I, I really, I, I will be honored if you would put your stamp of approval, but you're saying, listen, like Apostle Paul, didn't nobody call me, but the Holy Spirit didn't that nobody. Part. And Paul was like, listen, people who were supposed to be something, y'all didn't impress me. <laughs> right. You know, it was so everything. Wow. Amen. Amen to all of that. Um, truly, you are called by God. Uh, let's jump into your second book. Okay. Do you mind? Let's go. Let's go. Um, the second book is called Hope in the Wilderness. I got to go to page 25 because I almost <laughs> fell out. Okay. I almost fell out. I don't know. What, Lord have mercy. What's going on? Page 25. I want to read this real quickly and then I'm going to let you just go. Um, you mentioned, and this is where I almost fell out. You said the wilderness season will showcase <laughs> <laughs> already how much you trust and wait on the Lord it's the ultimate trust weight test where our trust in the Lord is tried through the fire my God today I said look don't nobody want to they don't want they want miracles but they don't want their their situation to to feel like fire you know the so can please Talk about this, this, what I just read, talk about the wilderness. Yes. Yeah. The wilderness season, um, it's a, it's a very dry place, you know, and I was in a wilderness season, um, from, from unemployment. Mm. Um, and with that, not knowing an unfulfillment in my work, in my, mm. in my type of work I was doing. So it was a very dry place, um, for many years. And I just didn't know like, wow, I'm at the lowest, the bottom. Mm -hmm. I've been in unemployment before, but this was something different. Mm 
this was quite different because I didn't know where the resources were coming from. All the resources were shutting down. Every application that I filled out and completed, every interview that I went to, it was no, 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 no. It was a season of no, no, just no. And so in that, that's when your faith is tested. Yes. You're tried in the fire and you're right. A lot of individuals want the blessing. They want to shout, oh, hallelujah, and do all this shouting, <laughs> but they don't know the story. They don't know until you sit down and have a conversation with that individual and wonder, well, how did you get blessed like this being tried through the fire? And it's how you wait in the wilderness. You can wait in the wilderness complaining, mm-hmm. busting, uh, cussing, you know, just throwing a tantrum Uh or you can wait in the wilderness and to see the beauty of what God is doing Mm -hmm. for God works everything for our good. Even in a wilderness situation that seems dry and you have no hope and you can't punch your way out. You, you tried everything you've prayed, you fast, you you've done it all. You cried out, you've travailed, you've done it all in that. And still no opening. You're still in the wilderness. Yes. Because there's still some things in the character that has to be tested. Yes, you, that's there's it. still some things that have to be that has to be burned out by the holy fire of God. It. The character of man is greater than the gift. See, oh, keep going. <laughs> so in that, there's some things. Let me give you one example. There's some bad fruit that some people have, and I know I've had some bad fruit too. Uh-huh. And with that bad fruit. That stuff has to be burned out because the, bad, the the worst thing ever is to be a child of God and you saying that you represent the kingdom of God and yes, you're getting out sour fruit. Nobody wants to <laughs> eat a sour pineapple. Nobody wants to eat a sour piece of watermelon. They will immediately spit it out. They will. I know I will. <laughs> so what you want to do is produce sweet fruit. Mm-hmm. Fruit that produces health, wholeness, goodness to others, to people. And so you can't say, oh, Lord, God, yes, I want to be this um, massive entrepreneur. I want to be the the bomb.com, whatever you want to say. And you and you producing nothing but bad fruit. Exactly. Exactly. But you but you are a child of God. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We got, we got to exhibit and always exercise the fruit of, of the spirit, which is good, good fruit. And if you don't have good fruit, guess what? He going to clean it up because he can't have you going around hurt, hurting and harming people. It's enough. We have enough in the world already with people being hurt, harmed, killed, destroyed, talked about. Yes. Yes. And so pe- the character has to be refined. Yeah. That's so, and that is because in your book, you talk about um, the wilderness representing three different, th- three different seasons or three different uh, kinds of wilderness and how, you know, you're just entering in, in the middle, you know, part of the wilderness, yeah. and how, you know, when you're exiting out of the wilderness. And I love that part because the, the of course, because you're getting out, but I yeah. love how you mentioned um, that God would, he would send you encouragement. My well, Lord. He will send you encouragement going into it, like he does in Isaiah 43, right? I'm going to beat you, but I, I'm not going to stop the fire. I'm I'm just going to be with you in it, okay? And and, and yeah, you're going to go through some flooding seasons, but you won't drown. I'm not going to bring you out. Uh-huh. So I love how your book highlights that. And then you tell the reader um, some key indicators of, and maybe you can expound on it. How does a person know that they pass certain tests in the wilderness, that God is getting ready to exit them out into a bountiful place. Like how do, how do people know that, especially in a pandemic? Like how do people know? 
Yeah. How do you know is, is the peace? I can, best way to say it is a peace. There's a shalom. Um, there's not anxiety. There's not fear. There's no, oh my God, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? Right. Oh my God. You know, so when you start, the individual starts to feel that that's not rising up. Mm-hmm. That's not rising up in their thoughts. That's not rising up in their emotions. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, hmm, this season is mm-hmm. passing. You know, we, this too will pass. We right. go through the wilderness. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit took Jesus through the wilderness to be tempted, but he came out on the other end. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> See, he was in the Holy Spirit sent him. So there's times we don't sign up for a wilderness season. Mm-hmm. Nobody will sign up and raise their hand and say, take me through it. No one is. <laughs> wow. However, mm-hmm. Holy Spirit will send us through a wilderness season. It's a testing of your faith, sir, ma'am, whoever is listening right now. Mm-hmm. No, it's not a time to, to just be in the corner crying and, and sobbing. No, it's a testing of your faith because you're going to come out on the other end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like what God did with the Israelites and he parted the Red Sea. Yeah, huh. They went through the waters. Mm-hmm. Mm. They, they went through the waters mm-hmm. they sure did the hebrew boys were in the fire the furnace fire mm-hmm. but they did not burn they didn't even smell of smoke they went through it a testing of the faith mm. so whatever that testing is whatever that wilderness season is i'm not sure whoever that's listening right now you may be just getting in one you may be in it right now or getting ready to come out of it mm-hmm. but you my lord you don't die in it right hey hallelujah that's you good. don't die in the wilderness mm. you don't let me say it again you do not die in the wilderness a child of god does not die in the wilderness mm. provision is 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 met Ravens come, manna come, whatever that looks like. When in my wilderness season of unemployment, I've seen people bless me and gave me money, and I didn't say nothing. Come on, God and bills knew. were paid. <laughs> Ooh, God knew. They just blessed my life and just said, "Here, this is for you." And I'm like, "What are you doing?" I opened it up. One, one was a five five hundred dollars. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. "I didn't." She said, "The Holy Spirit told me to give it mm-hmm. to you." <laughs> my lord yes that's that's pretty much what he does wow so and this is so good um you're ble- i know you're blessing many of our our listeners um as you were talking and and just exhorting the people i think that just when people come to the lord just on just from a just a general perspective right and and they're repenting and you know the tears are flowing and and they really are sorry right they really are sorry they they want god to forgive them and then when they say to the lord not really understanding the weight of this submitted request when they say lord you can use me <laughs> when they say in their most humble humbling place lord you can use me I think that many people don't realize that once you say that to God, that that request is attached to a wilderness season. Because I think that that's when God comes and wrecks all your plans. 
I, I just, I, I think, because we make our plans, but God, he orders our steps and he said, okay, I can use you. Great. This is what I wanted. And, and that's where the wilderness come in. And I think a lot of people, well, of course, you know, there's spiritual levels. Don't you think like you're, you're a baby, like in a natural, you're a baby, sure. you're an adolescent, you become an adult. When you a baby in Christ, you can't expect a baby to eat a piece of steak. They don't have any grinders. Right. <laughs> just, right. They may suck on the juice, <laughs> but they right. can consume it. And so for us people in the church, when they come in in the spiritual baby state, I think that they feel pressure to, to be the adult and they're not mm. that yet. They don't have the discipleship. They don't have anyone holding them or rocking them or because in the baby stage, babies are cute. Yeah. You know, what they do is cute. Oh, that was cute. You know what I mean? You, you, you're, you, you applaud and you're encouraging a baby to, to take another step. But then there's also discipline too and, and instruction. And I think that that is skipped over a lot. And that's where we get into the whole, you know, we have a lot of people who've been attending the building for years, but they're still spiritual babies. And mm. they, they whine in the wilderness. They cry in the wilderness because they think that God is punishing them. And what you're saying is, no, this is a part of the new, the renewed making of you. So you can yes. go into the greatness that God has called you to go into is what I get from your book that you're sent, telling people. Absolutely, absolutely. And for those who are just starting out their, their spiritual journey and their Christ walk, and they're just starting that out and they're listening to this and it sounds like, whoa, this is a little bit heavy. This is a little bit too much, you know. Um, but yeah, our words have power. Yeah. And when, God, when, you, when an individual says, God, you can use me, mm -hmm. then you don't determine, sir or ma'am, what that using looks like. Yeah. He determines because he knows what is best. He knows you. He knows everything about you before you were even placed inside your mother's womb. So he knows the beginning, the middle, and the end of your life. All of it. Yeah. So when we make that statement, God use me, he says, okay. Then there's some areas that I need to refine. There's some areas that need to be, that are broken, that need to be whole. There are some areas, and that, and I'm thinking in the mind, mm -hmm. which is your soul, mm -hmm. right? Your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions, in there, before we can even get down to the heart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some emotions that people have moved on and have pushed away for 20, 30, 40 years, 10 years, 15 years, and they just keep living life. Yeah. But still they're not making progress. Yeah. And you're saying, well, use me, Lord. Okay. We say, use me. Guess what? He's going to use you. And sometimes it's through other people and they will use you up. <laughs> what you're saying, yeah. but Lord, they just used me. Well, you just said, Lord, use, like, use me. So if you want more love, then guess what? you may have to start going through a little bit like people hating on you. Yeah. So you get to the place of love. Oh, Lord, give me more peace. Why, why am I having all this chaos so that you can learn more peace? Yeah. <laughs> he definitely will teach you. <laughs> in a, in a class. You know, I love, I love in the book of Romans, I believe it's chapter 12 to highlight what you're saying. And when you say, okay, well, Lord, when you give your life to the Lord, you say, use me. We don't yeah. choose what he how you know why he created us there's a reason why he created each individual human being but in the book yeah. of Romans chapter 12 he specifically tells every person listen when you give your body holy and acceptable unto me you know present it to me holy and acceptable and you begin to live live how I want you to live he said then I will reveal to you what your purpose is mm. he said, I then will he said I'll even let you test it out 
to see mm. that it's good. That it, that yeah. it, that it I'm like, God, you're so, you're so amazing. Like you could have just been, you know what I'm saying? Just being a whole dogmatic God and just say, you know what? I'm just, yeah. gonna this. but no, he said, I'm gonna let you taste what I've created you and you're going to love it. You're going to, you yeah. know, you may be afraid because you can't see the, the, how, you know what I'm saying? How, how I can do right. it for you, but you're going to, you, like you mentioned in the beginning, you're going to have peace. You're going to love it. You're going to flow yes. just easy in it. And, and it's going to look like to other people who are not called to do this, like, wow, I got to work really hard to do that. But really you just wake up and boom, it, 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 is, <laughs> and it comes as easy to you because now you're walking in your creational purpose. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's what he wants. That's what God wants. He wants us to walk in, in our fullness of how he created us, not in our brokenness, in our wholeness of how he created us. He created us in wholeness. And so, and he's, he also created us to have spiritual authority. Yes. And then many don't even know that they have spiritual authority. Many of us believers don't even know that we have it. And many of us don't even know how to exercise it because we weren't taught. That's it. That's it. Even in a home, going to from parenting, from a natural perspective, if your voice is shut down, at, oh, shut up, be quiet, shut up, mm -hmm. be quiet. Your your voice is deactivated, yeah. even in the natural. So I think that's where a lot of non, because I, I, I work with a lot of non-Christians. <laughs> yeah. I work with a lot of people who just don't know, the, you know, the word, which is why I started yeah. the podcast, The Bread of Life, to share it. And so it's a lot of pain in the heart yeah. of unbelievers. And so now can I, I can only imagine with people who have now, you know, you're giving your heart to Jesus. How do we, as a body of Christ, as a church, leaders in the church, especially begin to encourage people more so than demanding that they activate their voice when their voice has been maybe deactivated from a child, from parenting. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they want to do better, but you're dealing with a broken man sitting in that pew. He's broke. He has a suit on, but he's deactivated because his father told him that, you know what I'm saying? He never gave him an opportunity to express who he was. So yeah. How can he submit to a pastor who's, who's, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it, wow. it, it has to be. Yeah, I, I totally hear you. And that has to come from a place of love. The mm -hmm. gospel is a place of love. The gospel is not screamed at. The mm -hmm. God, you can't scream and force and yell the gospel and Christ to people. Oh. No, no, you can't dogment it and just you better do that's what the, that does. That's not love. Wow. Mm. It's love that draws. It's love that draws. And so that's with gentleness, understanding that people come from different spaces and places, understand that that may be a grown man in front of you, but he's broken. He's a broken little boy. Yes. Yes. So dealing with that soul gently, dealing with that soul with love and being patient, knowing that sometimes they're going to do good and sometimes they're just not. Yeah. Wow. Well, Dr. Yolanda, I, I, we're going to wrap this podcast up, um, but I want to, I want to ask you two questions and I want to, I want to merge them into one. Yeah. <laughs> I want to try to merge it into one. So, okay. So the, the, the title of the podcast is bread for the soul, right? It's yeah. Bread yeah. is for my listeners, bread is the word of God. So you as a woman of God, here's the questions. How important is, first of all, feasting on God's word? AKA bread, how, how yeah. important is that feasting to you? And 
what words of encouragement would you have to someone who's listening to you right now? They may be driving to work, they may be driving to Walmart, I don't know, or just in the bed and they're they're just listening, they're looking for some, some kind of hope. Um, what words of encouragement can you leave our listeners um, as we close out this, this interview? Sure, absolutely. So I see the, the daily bread, daily bread that we have, you know, when we say the Lord's Prayer, and we say that our Father, you know, there's a, there's a sentence in there, we say, give us our daily bread. Mm-hmm. And that's the daily bread. Take your time with that, because your daily bread that you need just for today, like today is Friday, just for today, what do give me God, give me my daily bread. Yeah. And that daily bread is reading your word. That daily bread could be listening to a podcast. That daily word could be um, looking at your Bible app and just making sure that you're connected to a devotional. So that daily word could look like worship music. That daily word mm-hmm. could look like you're, you're, you're feeding, you're feeding your eyes, you're feeding, you're feeding. And then you're also your eyes are taking it in. So your soul is now repeating the word that you're hearing. The Lord is for me. The Lord is blessing me. I am a child of God. And so now you get to just spew it back out and say who you are. Mm-hmm. So part of that, that daily bread is just that. Taking that time, like I said, it could be your Bible. I have several different versions of the Bible at home, right? So I have my Bible. I have my Bible app. I have that. Um, that could be journaling. That could be your word. Mm. And he's speaking a word to you. So it's, it's multifaceted. It's not just one way of how you get that daily word in. Mm. But you want to make sure it's always connecting to the Holy Scriptures. Okay. Wow. Whatever that he's given you, even if you're journaling, he's going to bring it back to the word. You're going to find it. Trust Mm. me. You're going to find it in an example in the Bible every single time. If it's, a, if it's a prophetic word, that's daily word. If he's giving you a prophetic word and he's spoken over your life, don't throw it away because you haven't seen it. Prophet, prophecy is only in part. We only know in part. We don't know the whole enchilada, mm-hmm. but that's part of your daily word. And so that's just eating and feeding on that. And then to encourage you to say that, let, let me let me, let me me just stop right here and just say, man or woman that's listening right now, God will never abandon you or forsake you. He will never abandon or forsaken you. Though you may have been abandoned by others, mm-hmm. he will not abandon or forsake. It's a promise. He won't do it. Mm. It's a promise. You've got to believe the promise. I don't care if Uncle Junebug or whatever abandoned you or Mama abandoned you. I don't care. Whoever, I don't care if the husband abandoned you, the wife abandoned you. Look. Mm, but the Lord says, I will never mm. abandon you. Mm. That's a promise. You're, you're not alone. He's always there. Mm. Trust the plans of God that he has for you because his plans are good. Not the plans of man, but mm. the plans of God. Mm. That's found in Jeremiah 29, 11. So good. For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Mm. plans to give you a hope and a future. Did you hear that? There's different plans that God has for you. According to Jeremiah 29, 11, go back and read it, focus on it, because there's a plan system, a God plan system that, that won't fail. Yeah. 
if you trust and believe it. There's a prosperity plan. There's a no harm plan. There's a hope plan. And there's a future plan. Mm. Be blessed. Be blessed. Yeah. Be blessed. Wow. Wow. Um, I don't know <laughs> whoever that whoever's listening to you right now. I know that they feel um, God's presence. And um, I just want to thank you so much, Dr. Yolanda, for gracing this podcast uh, with your voice and with your presence and just with your relationship with um, Jesus Christ. Um, it's so amazing. You're amazing. Um, how can people connect with you on social media? Do you have any social media handles, IG or Facebook or Email. I do. I do. Absolutely. On Facebook, people can find me under Dr. Yola Dawson. That's Dr. Yola, Y-O-L-A Dawson. Um, under Instagram, you can find me under The Empowerment Doctor. That's all one word, The Empowerment Doctor. So those are two ways that you can find me on Facebook and as well Instagram. Okay. Well, guys, you heard it uh, here first. Dr. Yolo, no, Yola, sorry. <laughs> Dr. Yolanda Dawson, Southern Los Angeles, California. I know, uh, what about your books? Uh, we didn't mention, can they go on Amazon? Are they available on Amazon or where can they purchase your books? Absolutely. You can find the books on Amazon. So they're there. And um, you know what, get them for you, get them for your family, get them for, for your friends, just spread the word. I mean, I know it's a little book. My mom says these are tiny little books, but they pack a punch. And um, I really believe that they're all, <laughs> I write with the Holy Spirit. So in my books, I write my story. And so um, it's not anything that's made up. It's something I truly have walked out, lived out. And I write again, I write with the Holy Spirit. And they're amazing because they, they serve, I think they speak to both men and women, not just, yes. I think they speak to both genders. Um, okay. So what I'll do too is um, for, for my listeners, I'm going to add Dr. Yolanda's information. Uh, where if you're listening through Anchor or I don't know, iHeartRadio, you're going to see the information for this particular podcast that so you can connect with her directly. And also I'll um, add a link uh, for Amazon so you can order her books. Dr. Yolanda, thank you so much for joining me on today. Um, it has been a pleasure and um, I'm so excited uh, for what God has in store for you. And until next time, I hope to speak with you again. Thank you so much and God bless you. God bless. Listen, I don't know about you, but I am just... I'm taken back. I'm full. Dr. Yolanda has just came and and she delivered. Um, she didn't she didn't shy herself away from what God had to say. If you haven't um, purchased her book, please purchase her books on Amazon. Again, I'm gonna add the link. I don't know who you are, but I know you encourage male or female. Um, you have to be encouraged with this word that we just received. Um, again, her book title is Chosen by God, Overlooked by Man. The second one is Hope in the Wilderness. I am your host, Dr. Michelle Vaughn, aka Dr. MV. And until the next episode, you have just listened to Bread for the Soul podcast with guest, Dr. Yolanda Dawson. Thank you and God bless you. Peace. Thank you.